Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Rowan's Creek. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tasting. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, you know, still making it through fantasy somehow, football somehow. Uh, you know, we're finally, like, really fully into fall weather and everything, so, you know, prepping for that. Uh but I know you got a lot more important things coming up soon here. So yep. how are you feeling about that? I'm feeling good. Baby's coming, ready for him to be here, and uh, ready to move on. Ready to ready to move on from the pregnancy and labor, and ready to, ready to have him here. Um, yeah. So that's all I got. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited about this episode because this is a whiskey that I see every couple of every few months. I see it in the liquor store. Every one, few months, I get it offered to me, and I, it's it's never one I pulled the trigger on. So I'm really excited to try it. Um, so I'm really and I'm really excited for the episode. So let's job, jump on in, Andy. Tell the folks out there everything they need to know about Rowan's Creek. Of course. So this is one that um, is actually made by Willet Distillery. So we've already covered their uh, pot still whiskey. Yeah. Um, all the way back on episode 21. So if you want a full breakdown of Willet as the distillery and everything, you know, you can listen to that episode. Yep. But just a brief recap of it. Um, you know, they were first founded post-prohibition in uh, 1936. And it was originally founded, I think, pre-prohibition as like a farming company mm. and like everything on that side of it all then once prohibition ended uh they actually established the the distillery side of it all uh and you know about a year later that's when their first barrels were filled and everything okay just so they could get everything and they're kind of a dual um at least at the start of it all was a dual company you know farming and distilling gotcha um so they were doing both of those sides and so that's why it took a little bit of time to you know get everything up and all the barrels filled in 1937. True. Um, and then, you know, they had several different products that they, like, released during their first few, like, four decades-ish. From, like, the 40s to the 80s. Um, they started establishing a lot of them. Um, you know, we covered those ones that they are in episode 21. Um but I'm not going to go over those because we're here about uh, Rowan's Creek yeah. this week. Um, and in uh, the 1990s, that's actually when they released their small batch collection, which includes Rowan's Creek in its sibling bottle, uh, Noah's Mill. Um, and the history of this as a bottling, like I said, it was first founded in the 90s or first established in the 90s. Technically, they have it as a Rowan's Creek distilling company. But it's under the Willet name, so gotcha. that's why I'm including the history of Willet here. Sure. Um, and it was named after the creek that actually runs through the distillery's site, huh. um, Rowan's Creek. And that was that creek was named after a, a former Kentucky statesman, John Rowan, who lived um, during the like the late 1700s, early 1800s, uh, and whose mansion is said to have also inspired the song um my old kentucky home hmm. uh, i forget who that song is by but it it was that was said to have inspired his mansion was said to have inspired that song song by john prince john prince or john prine sorry prine um and you know currently it's a non-age stated product now but it used to be um, when it was first set up and everything. I don't remember exactly when they made the switch. But um, 
to being non-age stated, but it used to be a 12-year-old age stated product gotcha. back in the day, when it, uh, during the 90s at least, when it was first set up uh, or was first released by um, Willet. And it's a bottle um, that is um, bottled at 100.1 100. proof from barrels that are aged 5 to 15, at this point now, 5 to 15 years old. Okay. Um, and then a mash bill, they have a couple different mash bills that it could be from, uh, from Willet. I don't know exactly which one it is. There's not really, I can't find anything that explicitly says exactly which of these two is, but it's either Willet's 72 corn, 17 rye, 15 barley, or um, 79 corn, 7 rye, 14 barley mash bill percentages okay. mash yeah. bills it's yeah. one of those two i just don't 100 percent know exactly which one it is and their website does not say which one it is right. uh distilled from gotcha um but it's it's for sure distilled by willet bottle at that um from barrels out of that old from one of those um mash bills in gotcha. their portfolio well, I'm really excited because uh, I've obviously we've obviously done Willet before, and I've mentioned earlier that I'm really ex- I've wanted to try Rowan's Creek, and uh, Noah's Mill is actually a bottle I've especially yeah. recently considered purchasing because the name yeah. of our son is Noah. So I a little bit consider, more expensive to buy of the two. Yeah, the Noah's Mill is a little bit more expensive to buy of the two, but right. Yeah. So it's funny because I considered buying. I was like, oh, I'll buy a bottle, and then like when he's eighteen, you know, for when he graduates high school, I'll pour him a drink or something. But I'm like, well, I don't know if I should hold on to a whiskey for eighteen years. So I was like, I'll just buy the There's certain for ones you do it for, but <laughs> right. maybe you want to try these ones first, maybe before you do it. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I'll try. I'll maybe hold off a little bit, but. Uh, He's very excited about the uh, some of the other branches of the Willet brand. So yeah, uh, let's jump on into the tasting for this one. As always with Rowan's Creek, we're going to start with the nose. Definitely got on the nose a like an earthy, grassy note to it. Very reminiscent of like what Willet is overall. Yeah, um, which is you know not bad. I mean, it's definitely not personally my favorite nose of any bottle ever but you know it's not too bad this one's not pot stilled right i don't know if it is pot still okay. or not are I you think... picking up like a pot still note on on the nose because I'm, I'm not really getting that like i know will it you can really notice it and this one I'm yeah not will it pot still you can up. definitely know it there um like that grassy note earthy note on it yeah a little couple floral notes a little, yeah a little couple ethanol. couple floral floral notes on there you're all right to me um, but for me, I'm getting more of those earth, like an yeah. earthy or grassy floral. That, for sure. Uh, or even an herbal note on it, yeah. on the nose. Let's give it a taste. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. It's not my favorite. Yeah. Lie. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not my favorite either. I mean, I'm. I'll be honest, like, it's a $48 bottle of whiskey. What's the proofage on this? A uh, 100 proof. 100.1. Okay. 100.1. Okay. So, you know, definitely got some of that uh, ethanol sting to it yeah. at 100 proof. I'm just trying to think, like, it's not really... There's not much approaching it to me. Yeah. 
I mean, it's like that grassy herbal note is really what's coming to in some of that floral note within that. Yeah, that's really all that's kind of coming through. I agree yeah. completely. And it's not. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know. It's just not my it's, not my thing. I don't I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely other bottles to me personally at that. Like, I'm trying to think. I'm trying herb. to think of something that I can compare it to. Can you think of another whiskey that you would compare this one to? I'm, I'm trying to come up with one, and I'm really struggling. I mean, I mean, outside of the Willet portfolio of right. products, like I can't think of many like yeah, it makes me think of willet for sure yeah, like that willet, I'm, I'm trying to think outside of the portfolio yeah just like that note is just to me just so unique that i can't think of like many others that it has um, yeah so we can at least say i mean it's clearly a very unique whiskey i just don't yeah. it's not my style necessarily you're not going to keep a bottle on your shelf i mean it's de- yeah it's definitely one like i'm not going to replace it every t- like when i get like finish this bottle but i will say like it's not bad no no for but for 50 bucks like there's definitely other ones from other brands that i would sit there and buy personally for sure it's Uh, it's one where like obviously we can afford it so it's like worth trying yeah but if you know not one to reach for if it's really a little bit out of your more out of your price range yeah Um, especially if will it is not like your palette yeah yeah for sure all right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, leave a review, listen to, and share every episode of Distilled Discussions. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey, and don't worry, we'll be here to drink with you next week.